Hey. Right, no, stop, 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 Kendall, stop, stop. No, 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 don't stop the recording. I'm just saying stop. Stop yourself from talking because first thing I want to do, I, we've got to debut a clip from my new Christmas single on the show. Right here at the beginning? Right here at the beginning, Kendall. I don't want to hear any guff about it. Holidays are no time for guff, so don't, don't even with the guff, okay? I'm going to let you choose. It's a guff-free episode. It's either Sexmas, and then in parentheses is for adults, or... Christmas Eve, then in parentheses, orphan death. So whichever you think would be the best one to start the show off with, just a clip, not the whole thing. I can't give away the whole thing, the way the internet is. I think it's a no-brainer. All right. What, what do you say? Sexmas. is for adults. All right, hit it, me. They say that Christmas is for children. Well, you know what isn't? Sexmas. Is for adults. Sex month is for adults. Sex month, and I want to know what you want in your stocking. He knows you want to do more than talking. Are you excited to hear the rest of that song? Well, I was getting aroused. It was so, so good. Well, you know, people these days, just everything is sex, sex, sex. And I thought, I got to get in there and do the same thing. So, why not? Sex sales, Cliff, it sells. Uh, it remains to be seen in the case of this song, but we will <laughs> find out. And I think, it, you know, sex, people have sex on Christmas. They always have. They always will. Come on. Sex all the time. Many of us are adults here at this Christmas fun fair. So, you know, it, I think it's going to be one of the future Mariah Carey All I Want for Christmases, it, it, you know, in the erotic subgenre of Christmas carols. We shall see. We shall overcome. All right, Kendall, this has been a wonderful Christmas episode so far, and I'm just so excited by the prospect of these upcoming holidays christmas included and just all the lights the sounds the trees the the lights did i mention the lights where we are today kendra would you please paint a picture i, I was gonna say you haven't even mentioned paint a are. picture oh let me get my Bob. let me get my paintbrush out all right so clip we're here at the which have a happy little uh fun fair uh. oh have a little fun fair here in Busheltown. We're here in, in in the town square, and they've got all these great booths set up for all the businesses. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churns Pottery of Butter and Butter Shit. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churns Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter is right here. We're right behind that booth set up in our own booth. Oh, and just yeah. so many great things. So many Christmas things to do. Hot chocolate, caroling. There's wonderful. caroling. There's a hot chocolate bar. There's Crockpot has got all of this, you know, seasonal pottery. She has these Santa ashtrays, 
and Rudolph bongs. She's finally tr- making things people will want to buy. <laughs> She's been working overtime. She's been working overtime to reach all the quadrants of the customer base here in Busheltown. And, you know, people have a lot of fancy vases already. So maybe she, this some new forms of crockery are afoot for a crock pot. I don't know. Kendall, she's branching out. She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she wants. I don't know. What are you talking about, Kendall? What is this episode about, for God's sake? Cliff, I'm so glad you brought that up. It's about all the things that we have to do that you cannot miss. That if you miss, Christmas is just not Christmas. Can't do you it. You can't do it. If, if you don't do these things, you know, if you don't do something that you m- must do. Christmas is canceled. I don't even know what happens. You're just severely punished. You don't do it. Yeah, it's it. something bad definitely going to happen. I, it, you know, it's just what goes around comes around according to that song. I ain't waiting around to find no, out. No, 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 no. And Kendall's not waiting around. So, Kendall, I'm not waiting around either. For any more of these musts, I want you to just lay a couple on us. What do you think we must do? And I, I hope it's something new and fresh that the listeners nor I have ever thought of before. Well, of course, a lot, lot of them are. <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them are things that you might have thought of. A lot of them are things that you haven't. Um, um, so um, I want to start off with something that might not be the number one thing you think about. But I know that you and I have always... Well, you have always done it because you do way better ones than I do. And that's a playlist, Cliff. Put together a playlist that you're going to want to listen to at Christmas because that's going to get you in the Christmas spirit. And if you do a really good playlist like Cliff does, you will have it laid out in such a way that it will start. You'll you'll have a feeling when the music starts. When you get into number two, number three, you're like, oh, it's such a build. And then you'll throw in some comedy there, number four. That's the one with Rosie, I believe, or one of those. And and that you just have a laugh. It, it's a roller coaster of emotion, and it brings you into the Christmas spirit. And I've got so many mixes from Cliff. Like I don't know. It's like when you go to the marijuana store, and they're like, "How you want to feel?" I'm like, which playlist do I want to listen to? Well, Kendall, you know, I'm not sure what you're talking about there at the end, but I do know that I coined a phrase, and it's for every, in my you know I coined a phrase regarding my Christmas playlist, and it's for every laugh there must be a tear, and. I, there you go. I adhere to that. And speaking of playlists, listeners are going to want to stick around because in the second half of the show, we've got some underrated Christmas classics to add to your playlist, listeners. Oh, so many. And don't go on to stupid damn Spotify and just listen to whatever the, I knew that was the come fuck up. that they just throw at you. Be proactive. Take a part in curating your own goddamn Christmas playlist, okay? Don't let these assholes and these algorithms do it for you. No, that's not Christmas. That's not Christmas, Kendall. It's just not Christmas. Here, Cliff, I want to give you a hand. I don't want you to trip coming off your soapbox here. Why don't you tell us something we must do? I think that this is something that you must do, Kendall. You know, uh, as well as anybody, that I've dedicated my entire life to charity. I'm donating my time to shelf books i'm doing this that and the other always singing a song at some benefit or somewhat and i think that you know christmas as peewee learned in the peewee's playhouse christmas special is it's what we can do for others so what you need to do i don't know if they, do they still do those 
like angel tree things. Kendall, remember the angel trees yeah. at the mall where you get an angel and you just... Yeah, if they still do it and you can still be doing it right now. You should still be mm-hmm. doing it. You should be buying gifts for poor children, which is something that, you know, a feeling I've evoked in my upcoming Christmas single, Christmas Eve Orphan Death. I, I, I think that <laughs> it's really important, as important now as it ever was, more important now than ever, perhaps, Kendall, to be being the angel or the tree, you know, etc. You get my meaning. I get it. I get it. Well, Cliff, I'm so glad you said that because I did. I had it on the list. Help someone in need. But, um, you know, it's funny that we've done so many countdowns these days. I'm like, oh, I, I want to save that. Save that for up top. But this ain't a countdown. We can do it in whatever order we want to Whatever do. order. We can do the good ones first and then just get progressively worse and worse until just the <laughs> bottom of the well, barrel tips. You know, you never and then, know. then we've exhausted it. So, yeah, well, I think so, getting worse. Yes, though. getting worse. Here's, here's something I think that we should, you should, everyone should definitely do. It's a must. It's a must for me. And even though I haven't been doing it, I want to start doing it. <clears> I think it's a new must. Exercising right and eating later. right. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, write a letter to Santa. Like, do you still write a letter to Santa, Cliff? Uh, Kendall, I do not. Long pause means no. I do not. So, I simply sing along when others sing their grown-up Christmas list. No more lives torn apart that wars would never start and time would heal all hearts. That's your grown-up Every Christmas wish, Cliff. Everyone <laughs> would have a friend, and right would always win. Isn't that what is? Are those kind of the things that you're thinking of asking Saint Nicholas I for mean, this year? Close enough, but I think you know. I don't know. You know, people always say write a letter to yourself, or sit down and write down the things that make you sad, or do this like. Why not sit down and write a letter to Santa every year? Just make it part of your tradition. Whether you mail it or not, just write it out. Just say, here's what I want. I think an alternative, a more religious alternative, why not write a letter to baby Jesus and ask him Cliff, for He's the not going to answer it. He's already gone. But look, <laughs> oh, why, never I, can't gone. Believe such a, I can't believe you'd be so cynical, Cliff. You, of all people, I would think... Would be like, yes, write a letter to send it to the spirit of Christmas, to Father Christmas. You could write a letter to the spirit of Christmas. I think maybe that. I would, I mean, Santa gets enough mail. So, okay, so do that. I mean, here's the deal, Kendall. Santa gets enough mail if you're sending all these letters, and he's also getting letters asking for toys. The elves have got to do double work sorting the letters. Well, here's one asking for toys. Here's one from some fucking 40-year-old asking for world peace. What are we going to do with this? So I I ain't asking for world peace. I'm thinking of the elves. (laughs) I'm asking for stuff that I can actually get in time. Oh, 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 isn't this a merry scene? Happy holidays! Oh, oh look, look, you both look so festive. You're dressed up so nicely for the for the fair. Now, those matching red and green scarves, did you crochet those, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Train? They're so beautiful. <laughs> you know I did. And we have to look 
festive to show off our shop, dear. We we have to make a good impression for when people come up here, so they'll continue to shop there. Oh, you know, Sugar Lump, I think these scarves, they're causing a lot of word of mouth to go around this fun fair. People are oh, talking, right, girl, dear. about these scarves, and they're saying, who knitted those beautiful scarves? Perhaps we should shop at their butter store. Oh, <laughs> that, see, that, that's the kind of word of mouth we need. Well, for. and see, that's that's one of the things that makes me believe in karma because that's just you were just making something beautiful and then just beautiful things happen. I don't think things really happen that way, but it did happen in this case with you. And I think that's beautiful, Mrs. Potter, but about a churn. And I hope that I get a scarf like that in addition to whatever else you may have already purchased for me this holiday season. Okay, we'll, we'll see what Santa has to bring you. <laughs> yes, it's not polite to talk about Christmas presents on, on the air, boys. Oh, absolutely not, dear. Of course, it's terrible etiquette. <laughs> now, what, what? I keep hearing all this word of mouth about Charles. Like, something's going on with Charles. What is he in? Oh, Charles the contractor. Don't you know, boy? He signed up to do a one-man Ebenezer Scrooge show. Oh. Well, I know what to avoid. Oh, no, Kendall. That's, they, they only let oh, no, the dear. best of the best do it. Because it's on the, the Shakespeare stage, right? At the old Roy Acuff Theater. Oh, yes. Oh, the yes, Shakespeare stage. It's quite an honor. Oh, yes. And he's been working on this Ebenezer Scrooge show for so long. <laughs> You'd have to see it to believe it, Kendall Bauer. Uh, I, I will have to see it to believe it. You're right. I will. You're I, absolutely right. You know, I did see him walking around with one of those just big, like, stovepipe hats on earlier. I thought he was getting ready for Lincoln's birthday. I, I didn't realize. Oh, no, dear, that was a, a very accurate depiction of a Dickensian hat, dear. It's wonderful. Oh, I thought he looked very dapper in it. <laughs> very dapper. A lot of research well, went into that costume, boys. I didn't see it, but I'm assuming it's a upgrade from no hat, so... <laughs> I, uh, any hat's better than no hat, I guess. Oh, all right. But, uh, oh, Sugarlum, we need to get some cocoa for Fonky and Opie before they close the cocoa bar. Oh, yes, dear. Let's go get some more right away. Oh, and we need to make sure there's enough butter samples to go around. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, make sure we bring some over here, too. Oh, you know, I kept hearing Charles the contractor. He, I don't know what I was thinking that he was talking about, but I overheard him in the bathroom. He was talking to himself in the mirror. And he was like, everybody who goes around with Merry Christmas on their lips should be buried with a stake of holly through their heart. And I, I was like, I don't, like, what, Charles, why are you being such a dick this Christmas? But now <laughs> I get it. What's an excuse for the rest of the year? Oh, Kendall, what's your excuse? <laughs> I don't have one. Um, so... Better than writing a letter to Santa? Let's see what I got. Oh, um, Taking a letter, Maria. <laughs> but why don't you... Oh, I got a good one. Now, this one may be one that people will think about a lot, but we always did it, and I think we should continue to always do it, because that's make... Christmas cookies! Mm. Isn't it such a fun tradition to decorate and bake and and sit on people's feet with the chair? <laughs> it is a fun tradition. That's the most, you know, that's the real, the real memorable times when we're together. Are mm-hmm. just when people are crying in pain. Yeah, when I've sat on somebody's <laughs> foot. 
But that doesn't that happen. It happens to all of us. You sitting with your 300 pounds on Susan's foot that time was just one example. And her throwing the dough against the wall in sheer but, pain. So how many times have like so-and-so, like we bumped into them, they burned their hand on the stove or they, you know, sliced their fingertip off with a cookie knife or something. Like it happens all the time. And that's, I think when... Celine Dion, she sang this song, These are the special times, times we'll remember. And, oh man, maybe that should have been on my upcoming list of underrated Christmas songs that deserve more covers (laughs) because it's so good and it really speaks to those times. And you know, people just get in these huge fights and they have just massive breakdowns right on the holidays. Isn't that funny how that happens? Why do you think that is? It's so funny. Well, Cliff, it's all—it's just everything coming to a head at once. Coming to a head. And all the family members, Cliff, they're visiting your house. They're screaming to, they want to park the cars. And you're trying to decorate the house, but the lights won't work. And you're out in the cold trying to make the house look good. And the whole family comes out and you ask them for a drum roll. And they begrudgingly do it. And then the lights just continue to not work until you finally just can't take it anymore. And you don't get your Christmas bonus and you flip out. Well, that's... So, must have been something that happened to you. That's never happened to me. But, Kendall... Personal story. Personal story, Kendall. It's not time for those. It's time for musts. Universal musts that people need to do at Christmas. Not like the time I got a BB gun and shot my fucking eye out, okay? Universal musts. Obviously, you need to decorate as many Christmas trees as possible. Let's say... If you are stuck in a hotel room for several weeks before Christmas, I think you need to make some sort of arts and crafts Christmas tree or something. Just think yeah. think to yourself, what would I do if I was in prison? How would I decorate? And, <laughs> and do that. Uh, you know, that's a good idea. You get some craft paper that's green and you just you make a big huge christmas tree on the wall like by sticking the different you cut out on the wall anything anything make a get some newspapers from the garbage and color them with red and green crayons it, anything can be a christmas tree i was just gonna elaborate on that and say just decorate decorate your house decorate the outside of it the inside of it decorate your body any decorate everything decorate your body christmas. what if kendra i wish that you and i were the type to get tattoos because I just got a great idea. You and I should have started 20 years ago getting one like Christmas tattoo every Christmas. And it's like a like your body is a Christmas tree that you put one ornament on every year. Would that not have been, we, we could have been up to like, oh my God, I have 20 ornaments on my body now. Yeah. We would have had 20 Salvador Dali looking tattoos from all the fat that's just like squished out and stretched them and you wouldn't be able to make it. It'd be like melted Christmas cookies. You wouldn't Obviously. be able to make them out. Obviously, that's how any tattoo that would look on our body. Uh, that goes without saying. But I just said that's a great idea for tattoos if we were tattoos, people. But that's not a joke. And these upcoming Whoa. things. <laughs> they are. the jokes. They are jokes. <laughs> Believe it or not, these things, they are jokes. Well, well, we'll see what you think after you hear them. Anyway, Cliff, the Santa Claus at the shopping mall was very surprised oh. when Emily, a young lady, she was about 20 years old, walked up and sat down on his lap. Now, Nick, Cliff, you know, we all know that Santa doesn't usually take requests from adults. Oh. 
But she smiled at him very nicely, and so he asked, well, what do you want for Christmas? And she said, well, something for my mother, replied uh, Emily very sweetly. And he was like, oh, that's very loving and thoughtful, smiled Santa. and said, what do you want me to bring her? And without turning a hair, Emily said, a son-in-law. Oh, raunchy. Frisky, frisky person sitting there on Santa's lap. Very disgusting. All right, Kendall, what happened to the man (laughs) who stole an advent calendar? Well, he got 25 days. Kendall, who delivers... Sorry, what do they sing at a snowman's birthday party? Freeze a jolly good fellow. Uh, what goes... Oh, oh, oh! Santa walking backwards. And finally, for this round, Kendall, um... What is the best Christmas present in the world? Well, it's a broken drum, because you just can't beat it. Can't beat it. Can't. Can't, 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 uh... Ain't that the truth. Cannot be beat. But what do you call a bunch of chess players bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? Chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. Oh my god. Did you have a foyer in your house growing up? We had a room we called the foyer. Clip, there was no foyer in my trailer. Oh. But what does the gingerbread man put on his bed? Cookie sheets. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. What a good joke. What a good joke that was. How did Scrooge win the football game? Well, the ghost of Christmas passed. Well, who hides in the bakery at Christmas? A mince spy. That's for British people. <laughs> Kendall, how do snow... Jolly good joke. What do snowmen have for breakfast? Snowflakes. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Bowl of snowflakes. Cliff, what happened to the thief that stole a Christmas calendar? He got 12 months. Oh, anyway, shit. Um, what'd you hear? Uh, did you hear about the dyslexic... Uh, Satanist? No, 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 no. Yeah, he sold his soul to Santa. Well, well, well. Oh, 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 God. Kendall, what does Santa do when his elves misbehave? Well, he gives them the sack. What did Santa say to the smoker? He said, please don't smoke. It's bad for my elf. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Tinselitis. And what's the most popular Christmas wine? But I don't like Brussels sprouts. Oh, I do. Pass them well, over. You're to me. an idiot. <laughs> oh, Kendall, those were jokes. Those are all my jokes. Those were jokes. Ah, they were ah, jokes. Ah. You are correct. They were jokes. Undisputable. But I have more Christmas Mustangs, Cliff. I can't. I haven't even begun to scratch the surface. Let me just Thank run God. through a couple of these. Thank God. Real quick. Kendall, th- listen, this fair is going on for hours and hours. There's nothing else for us to do. I mean, the sooner we get out, the sooner we go and watch Charles the Contractor's One Man Ebenezer Scrooge. So, oh, let's slow this thing down. Um, um, um. <laughs> Pump the brakes, Cliff. Pump the brakes. Uh, let's see. We talked about making Christmas cookies. Oh, wrap presents. Come on, don't you love wrapping presents? I love wrapping presents. Just the other day, I was at the library. And there was a, a lady who was wrapping some gifts for the, the door prize for this library party. And I, mm-hmm. I said, P- can I please help you wrap these door prizes? And I had the best time I've had in months. Just sitting there wrapping random gifts that I don't even remember what they were. And nor do I care. It was just so much fun. The paper, the wrapping, the scissors, all of it. Oh, my, you got to see what people do to the Dewey Decimal System. It is just oh. a shame. There's no respect for it. What they Dewey anyway. Decimal to it. <laughs> Over at the Potter Butter Butter Turn Center for the Arts, I, they were 
putting together a Charlie Brown Christmas on stage. It's going to be so exciting. And they needed people to wrap presents. And I was like, I got this. You guys go on lunch. I'll take care of it. I love it. Here's another thing. This is not a must, but I, I want maybe it should be a must. I want to get your take on this, Kendall. I was talking the other okay. day at the library as uh, we were wrapping gifts and all. We're, it was This was a little a few weeks ago, a week or two ago, I don't know, a while ago. And it was Hanukkah, okay? Hanukkah was going on. And I was like, okay. maybe I should celebrate Hanukkah and, like, light a candle for eight nights and, like, give myself, like, eight gifts over eight nights. Is that wrong to, like, have your own special, like, your own Hanukkah? Would that be wrong? better just to make up your own <laughs> your own celebration than just say I'll just take this other person's well ritual. I guess I mean I just I want you could light something else for every eight nights and you could still give yourself a present but I want to adopt their culture I call it cultural adoption and I think it's okay well then I would probably look more into that culture to see if you want to be part of it oh Kendall they got Barbara Streisand they got Kreplach they got Hanukkah what else do I need to know not enough, Cliff. It's not enough. You need to start eating locks at least. Oh, Kendall, locks, shocks, and barrel. I used to eat all kind. I loved locks, bagel, and locks. Other must dos. I think you must. Of course, you know everybody watches all their movies, listens to all their Christmas songs. Yep. But you know, go see a Christmas play. Like we're about to go see. I guess on the break we'll have to run over there and see Charles the Contractor Ooh. as Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, go to see some live. Theater. Well, remember a few years ago, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn, you know, she did that whole live Bethlehem uh, nativity with the camels and the yaks and the oxen and the, the lamb and the, you know, all that sh- all those animals that were shitting everywhere. Yeah. And, but it was a, you know, like live theater and you really had that Bethlehem feeling. And uh, they can't be replicated by just watching a movie. No, they can't be. You got to be there in person. In person, Kendall. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Cliff, wear a. Okay, this is something I always do. You need to wear a Santa hat in public, uh, or a, or a bad Christmas sweater. Like wear something to show people that you're fun and you're enjoying <laughs> Christmas. Because then. I'm serious, because then the like-minded people, they're like, oh, I, this here's a fool, loves Christmas as much as I do. I'm going to go chat him up. And then you make friends that way, and then they come up, and they're like, look at my sweater, look at your sweater. It's there fun. you go. It sounds like fun. How else will they know that you're fun? Unless you're doing that. How will they know? How will they know? But that is like wearing a sign that said, I am fun. <laughs> Oh, Ask me about it, how fun I am. It, it's only <laughs> moments until curtain for Charles the contractor as Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. We must and get And if over. you're not there when they first start, they won't let you in until after the first little bit, just so we better hurry yes, up. It's like going to see Psycho. They won't allow you in the audience. <laughs> come along, boys. Uh, all right. Oh, well, Kendall, come on. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be back. In, in all right. This, I don't know how long it is. Kenny's got to be visited by all the ghosts. I believe in miracles, and I believe Cliff and Kendall will be right back after this. Wednesday on CBS, The Bangles, Sting, Run DMC, The Judge, John Cougar Mellencamp. 
Stevie Nicks, Michael McDonald, you two and more in an all-new holiday special. Santa Claus is rocking the town with Top of the Pop. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year! A very special Christmas Wednesday. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle. Sunday, sworn enemies thrown together. Two brothers and one woman in a cross-country race to save a town in trouble. But will they get there in time to make a very special delivery? We got a lady on board and she is in labor. My stars and garters. John Schneider and Tom Wolfat. Christmas comes to Willow Creek Sunday. And we're back. It's Cliff and Kindle time. It's sexy Christmas time. It's sexy Christmas time. It's for adults. Sorry, Kendall, I had a big Diet Coke at the Shakespeare stage over there. Now, I have to say, I think Charles the Contractor was much better than you thought he was going to be as Ebenezer Scrooge. And now, I know the story really well because I've seen a lot of different Christmas Carol adaptations. But some people don't know it as well as I do. And so, they probably didn't even realize that he forgot all his lines halfway through and just started making up stuff. Well, Cliff, I would have even given him that, but sock puppets? Come on. For for the ghosts? That was an ingenious thing to do. Yeah, you, ha- you could see his mouth moving. Uh, Kendall, uh, g- good God. It, it don't like, There's such a thing as suspension of disbelief. You don't go to tuna Christmas and say, well, they're not even on a stage in a kitchen. It's They're pretending. Of course. Yeah, Charles is no Ed, whatever their names are. <laughs> he's now he's not whatever their names are, but he I'm saying he was much better than you. You were like, oh no no no, so bad, so bad. This is gonna be even worse than that CGI Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. But it was better than that. Okay, but I'm sorry. I, I don't care what he or you or anybody says. Peeing on stage was not part of the performance. Listen. He did not, that was not for to invoke anything. He just had to go. No, 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 no. I could tell that he was holding that for the right moment. It was right when, you know, he they were back in time. He had the one hand puppet out that was the ghost of Christmas past. And it was in the time when, you know, he had been left alone. It was signifying a lot of things. You know, he was left alone by his parents without even a pot to piss in. That's how I got it. But then I'm better at comprehending art. All right. Well, let. I think it's just we should just move on. All right. All right. Okay, no, we'll just agree to move on. We'll just call it a Christmas 
miracle that it's over. And the rest <laughs> of the show is dedicated not to recapping Charles the Contractor as Ebenezer Scrooge. It's dedicated to oh, these Christmas songs that are so that good. Are so that good. Are so good. And they're, they're just... That oh. They transcend into the upper echelon of just the greatest Christmas songs. But for some reason... They're not being covered constantly like other great Christmas songs or even subpar Christmas songs that are covered constantly. So, you know, we're trying to right some wrongs here with this episode. We're trying to do Mm -hmm. humanity a favor by adding these to the larger playlist, you know, and so I don't want to say too much more, but you know I've got a bag full of vetoes in case Kendall just really fucks it up, and <laughs> which I don't think I'll have to use. I think we'll save them for next year. But anyway, Kendall, these are Christmas uh, songs that we're counting down, etc. Do you have anything else to add to that before you flip that space coin in your hand over there? I have nothing else to add except for this space coin. I'm going to flip right now. Clip. Ooh, call it heads. <gasps> Tails. Ah. Here we go. Here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is how we do it. That's the first one. That's uh, uh-huh. number six. <laughs> no. <laughs> the first one, Cliff, I think this song is fun, and I think it should be something that everybody should be listening to and jamming along uh. for Christmas. Cliff, our lady of musical entertainment, Lady Gaga. I've sung a lot of great songs, but have you heard Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga? I have. The only place you'll want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. The only place you'll want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. Put me up, put me on top, let's follow la 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 la. It's a great one. Alright, I think maybe I. You know, maybe my Sexmas is for adults a little bit less reductive than the Christmas tree, a little bit more nuanced in many ways, but it is a lot of fun, undeniably very fun. And what Lady Gaga does very little wrong, in you know my opinion, very little, and but so little might not even mention it. And uh, <laughs> it's a it's a great one, Kendall. It's a great one. I love this because this is a peek into if Kendall were doing. A solo Christmas album. Let's say the world went nuts and somebody asked for that. And <laughs> no, it didn't have to go nuts. <laughs> just that was just a Christmas joke, you know. Just it'd be a Christmas miracle. It would be a Christmas miracle. What if Santa used his Christmas miracle for that one year? And the, <laughs> we're we're getting a peek into what are some of the things that Kendall might include. And I'm I'm up for a Kendall rendition of Lady Gaga Christmas Tree. The only place you'll want to be is underneath my Christmas tree. Oh, Cliff, I think I think the fans are going to want it. I think they're going to want to write in about it. I'm, I might just need to record it. Might as well just go ahead, Kendall, anticipate the demand. Go ahead. Wonder if DJ Drywall could get me some studio time. Now you're sucking up to DJ Drywall, huh? Uh-huh. Now we see Just for studio time. I don't want him to record nothing. 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 We see how it is, Kendall, how fickle what a fickle fucker you are. Alright, Kendall. La 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 la. <laughs> there are so many. I it's 
almost impossible to choose. And so I'm going to go with one. I can't believe that this has not been covered more. I've always been stunned that this is not on every other Christmas album that you buy. I will say, I hope this is beginning to change as it is on the Darren Chris Christmas album that came out, the Glee star. But I, I don't have any other covers of it since the time of its original release and since the time our blessed other lady of whatever you said, Bette Midler, covered it Music. on the Home Alone 2 soundtrack. It's that great, somewhere in my memory. It's so beautiful. How has it not been covered a thousand times? I don't understand, but we've got to give Christmas kudos to Darren Chris for for doing it. I hope that it's a trend. I hope it sparks a nationwide trend towards including this song as just a very popular staple on Christmas albums. You know, we do start a lot of trends. We do start a lot of trends. We do. We are. Well, I think it's a great uh, (laughs) nomination into the the family of songs that need to be nominated more often and, and covered for Christmas. It's the family of songs that need to be nominated more often. And that was number five. Kendall, in case I neglected to mention what number that was, I don't even know if we... You did. We both were neglecting numbers. This was a it was, that was number six and number five, respectively. <laughs> Kendall, and I guess what we would do is just forget how to do a countdown. But uh, what would you do about these <laughs> other things? Kendall, it's time for a segment called WWID. What would I do? Oh. Caught me all off guard. What would I do? Do, 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 do. Here we go. Holiday version. You start. All right, I'd be happy to start you out, Kendall. What would you do in this case? You're out shopping and you find the perfect negligee for Susan. You've been out looking everywhere and you finally found just the right one. You grab it. And uh-oh, sadly, somebody else was reaching for it at the same time. You know, you do a little tug of war, and you see who with their hand on it, but an evil genie. Ooh. Uh-oh, it's always an evil fucking genie. The evil genie decides, yeah, well, to curse you. Well, you can't blame him. And at the stroke <laughs> of midnight on Christmas Eve, Kendall, you will become... A string of cheap Christmas lights. Unless you have hideous, awful sex with a reindeer. What would you do? I don't know. You know, I... When you mentioned becoming an old string of Christmas lights, I think that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) There you go. That's what you would do. I mean... It's like that song about being the angel on the Christmas tree. I'd just be the lights and I'd make my... I'd have my own song. It's like... Year after year, you pull me out, and I'm all tangled up in knots. You put me on the side of your house, and I watch what life's about. Oh, I can. Oh, bringing a tear to my eye already. Oh, here's your song, Kendall. Let me, uh, you know, let me help you here. Let's workshop this a little bit. You put me <laughs> up on your tree. I'm a string of lights, and I twinkle. 
Then the next year you pull me out of the attic and you plug me in and I don't work and I go into the garbage and then I'm in a landfill and then I lay there forever covered in the darkness. Wow. Sounds peaceful. <laughs> Cliff, you wake up on Christmas morning. Oh! You go to the tree and there's tons of presents oh, under there from so Santa Claus. So many Paul. gifts. You begin to open one, Ooh. and what do you find but a huge old lump of coal? A lump of coal. And box after box coal. after box. You more continue coal? to open them, and you just continue to find more oh, and more coal. coal. What do you do? Again? Well, Kendall, I realize that, realize that this day and age, coal is a commodity. And so I take that up to the old coal place. And I sell it for dollars on the pound and uh, go buy myself some DVDs. You are, let me just tell you, hit, let me hit that dinger over there. You are right on track because I was going to, whatever your answer was going to be, I'd say, wrong, Santa was leaving you that coal so you would be industrious and go sell that coal and make some money off of it. And you picked exactly the right thing. So good job on that. People are shocked when that I... Okay. Kendall, all the world's fashion designers have mysteriously disappeared. And Uh at the same time, Santa comes down from the North Pole and, you know, he wants a new style of hat. And he sees no competent designers, so he just asks you for a new kind of signature hat. Kendall, what would you do, WWU do, about Santa's new hat? What is it? It's a hat for him. Yeah, it's his hat. He's tired of the red, you know, red sleep oh, okay. cap with the or you know the orange, the the white trim and the ball. He's tired yeah. of that shit. Yeah. He wants something new. I would, I'd do something like real designery and and new. It'd be like you know, remember, you know, Wizard, oh, not Wizard of Oz, Wicked, and when they're the Ozians and they have these real weird, crazy hats yeah. and they they have to like. I'd, I'd give him a real funny, crazy hat that, like, had a big spring on it. It's like a jack-in-the-box on his head. Because then, you know, that people, you you get noticed when you wear that. There you go, Santa. You've made your choice. <laughs> well, the first thing I was going to say is you in trouble for picking me. But if I was going to design a hat for the world, I would make, like, a, a nice, like, I would bring back the night cap, the night the nightgown cap, where it's like the long, like the Santa hat, but it's real comfortable. Yeah, Uh-oh. I'd bring it back into a comfortable, like cotton well, hat to sleep in. Wouldn't that feel good? I don't know. I hate to remind you, no one asked you to create a hat for the world. Well, you know, I just I thought people might want to know. And as on behalf of the world, we reject that hat. <laughs> I'll just make my own hat then. All right. All right, Cliff. Um, 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 Santa Claus. Yeah. He has hired you to be one of the newest elves because he's heard Uh, about how much Christmas spirit you have and how great you are at all things Uh Christmas. Yeah. And he brings you in, and before he lets you uh, loose decorating and doing all the things you want to do, he's put you on the toy assembly line to check out your skills. Yeah. It's your job to add the little buttons onto the toy robots, and you got this, no problem. However... They are behind, so they start speeding up that assembly line. You start getting way behind the toy robots. They're piling up, and you don't know what to do. Santa is due back any minute, and you got a pile of robots on the floor. Buttons are everywhere. What do you do? Uh, well, obviously, you just try to think of what 
Lucy would do, just maybe, you know, hide some of them in my hat, some of them down my. You're gonna sock. eat all those buttons? <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, you know, the, my big pockets of my factory uniform, I'll toss and some in there. How'd that sweep work out some for her? Under the rug. You know, they all, uh, you know, they, she went home and Ricky had given her a big five pound box of chocolates. So, sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> all right, Kendall, one day, right. the Hollywood Movie Producers Guild officially gives up coming up with new ideas for Christmas movies. They, just, they made it official. And, that was, well, okay, there you go. Well, and, you know, and also they're high on cocaine and they choose you, you know, because they pull your name randomly out of a phone book. To uh-huh. you, know, they want your idea for a Christmas movie, but you know, they have some provi- provisos, provisos like the genie and all that. Always do. The, you can't make a damn Cliff and Kendall movie, no matter how many times you ask. Well, and I'm it out. has to be based on a pre-existing <laughs> character. So Kendall, because you know they they need marketability. They want name recognition. So what would you do, Kendall? Well, Cliff, first of all, I would get up and say I'm walking since I can't do a Cliff and Kendall story and then they would beg me to stay and they would give me more money and then I'd finally stay and then I would get into the the actual story (laughs) and let's see I would go you know I think it's high time we had a story about Hermie the Elf and his orthodontist business that he's now running in upstate New York why why don't we have that story I would have gone with Pee-wee and Elvira save Christmas, but your orthodontia Oh, no, there's a good idea, too. Could also work. All right, Kendall, do you have any more what would I do for me to do? I got one more. Would you do All it, right. Cliff? You were invited to a play that Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchone has directed and produced. Oh. And no, it's not Charles the Contractor's play. Uh, oh. For some reason, she did not put either of us in the play or have anything mm. to do with it, so we're already a little angry about the situation. Mm. But you go... And it's one of the worst, horrible plays you've ever seen. You barely stay awake through the whole thing, and you, you're so ready to leave and get some sleep when Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn comes up and asks what you thought. What do you do? Well, there's always something that you could point out that would be a positive. And if nothing else, you can go and say, well, you know, I just admire you so much for getting this production up and running. <laughs> and, oh, you know, she et would cetera. Not like that. Et cetera. And she would appreciate, and you know, she's pretty with it, and she would know <laughs> if it sucked, okay? So, or, and if even if okay. she didn't know it sucked, she would see it on the faces of the audience, like, uh oh, this is not connecting. So, I would not have to be the one who told her, and maybe I would just get Charles' the contractor to come with me on the second night, and he would. You know, who knows what he would do in the middle of it. He'd probably start texting her. Urinate in the middle well, of it. Well, Kendall, he'd probably start texting her revisions. I don't know. So there's many ways to handle that. One, I have one go. last one for you, Kendall, for Christmas. Since it's Christmas, right. here's a bonus. I'm not sure why, but on Christmas morning, you wake up in a dark place. And you reach out and you feel yourself, you're boxed in. And you try to move, but... There's no way out. And just as you start to freak out, you hear this ripping sound and and you see light and you realize that you were in a gift box and it's being unwrapped and suddenly big hairy fingers pick you up and you realize you're the new pet of an alien species that looks like 30 foot tall Chewbacca's 
What would you do, Kendall? Well, Cliff, I'd find out what kind of treats they have for me and what I have to do to get those treats, and I'd start doing it. Oh, they're feeding you straight wood, like, because they think that you're a beaver and you're going to eat what beavers eat. So just wood chips. Well, how much wood would a fat wood <laughs> chip Would a fat fuck so chuck just... if a fat fuck could chuck wood? <laughs> All right, Kendall. We'll see. <laughs> That's what you would do. That's what you would do. What Can't do. argue with that. What else could I do? Can't argue with it. What else is there? To I do? don't know. All right, Cliff. More song. Whose turn is it on the song? Oh, okay. I'm here's looking at you, Kendall. Oh, it's me. All right, Cliff. This song. Now, I found out about this song a long time ago when you put it on a Christmas mix for me, and I'd never heard it before. And it was a cover, and I didn't know at the time it was a cover until way later when I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, this was not, these are not the people that originally did this song. It's a great song by Earl Keane originally, and I think it should have way more recognition because it is one of my favorite Christmas songs ever since it was on that list. And that's Merry Christmas from the family. Oh! Mom got drunk and Dad got drunk. Christmas party We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog Little sister bought her new boyfriend He was a Mexican We didn't know what to think of him Till he signed Felice Navidad Felice Navidad I could not agree more. I agree with it so much. It was written down right over here as well. Oh, good. No vetoes. (laughs) No vetoes. A hearty here, here. For, you know, listeners, you need to seek it out. There's the world's greatest version. It's the Dixie, formerly the Dixie Chicks, and now the Chicks. Yeah. And the Chicks and Rosie O'Donnell from one of the Rosie Christmas albums. And it is the greatest. I don't know how. Uh, I'm glad that we both would pick it because that way it would be we could do a duet and it's on both of our Christmas albums when we there you go. when we make it. Kendall, well, what? what uh, number three. Oh, goodness gracious. Number three. Almighty. Number three. Kendall, this one. Oh, um, uh, what can I say other than it would be on my Christmas album of covers if I, if I had one? Now, Kendall, how often do you listen to the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas Together album? Oh, every year I listen to it. And, and all of it is just genius from start to finish. And one of the one of the ones that I would have on my Christmas album, I would have to cover. I think it's just it's it is a beautiful Christmas wish and it's called The Christmas Wish. And it starts out I don't, I don't know, know if you believe in Christmas. 
underneath the Christmas tree. But if you'll believe in love, that will be more than enough for you to come and celebrate with me. And it's just about how we should all come together at Christmas oh, and in Hanukkah and all the holiday times. We need to all come come together right now. Like Kermit the Frog. It's just and the beauty of that song on that album is it's just it's a Kermit solo. It is so <laughs> incredible. It's incredible. John Denver is singing it in heaven, no doubt. Every year. So Kendall, Christmas I, I Wish. It. Do you I would ask if you loved it, but you just told me preemptively. So I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love Christmas it. Um, is the love time to come together. A time to put all differences aside. And I reach out my hand to the family of men to share the joy I feel. I think it is one of uh, that album is such a good album. I want to listen. It's it's another thing that that is on the Christmas must do list. Is listen to that. Absolutely. Album. Oh, boys. oh my! Are you? What's the Oh yes. Are you over that performance yet? It, it's really made me think and see Christmas in a new way, boys. Oh, yes, the things that he did with sock puppets, dear. It's wonderful. I thought that was a great idea. I loved how he had the one, you know, he had the sock with a hole in it on, on his foot as Tiny Tim. And that really said a lot about, you know, his condition. And, you know, and when we knew that when in the Christmas future part, when the sock was off, that Tiny Tim was no longer there and it all just broke out broke my heart so deep. when i saw it oh yes uh, brings a tear to our eyes very <laughs> much so sugar lump it was a moving experience <laughs> on par with nothing else <laughs> i can think of oh dear i know you had many movements during the during the performance dear it moved you so oh, much i was very moved indeed Oh, well, now, speaking of, would you guys, are, is the hot cocoa thing, is it closed? Or can you still go get us, like, I want one of those big jumbo ones. Oh, dear, they're all out of jumbo size, but we'll see if they might have a small, and so we'll, we'll see if what we can do. All right, all right. If they don't have that, go and see, you know, they had some of the things over at the Erotic Bakery's booth. They, uh, they look kind of like a manger, but then not really. So, if they don't have the hot cocoa and, and the, i want a jumbo or why bother if they don't have those maybe the mangers or something i don't know i'll leave it well, and if, you, if they don't have those try the macaroon are you writing this down <laughs> oh yes i'm writing it down <laughs> all right boys we've got your order <laughs> yes we have it written down somewhere <laughs> you know sugar we'll see what they have over there you know please do they i can't stop eating sugar because i gotta ask you a question Oh, do you? Okay, I'm ready. Are you talking to me? Me, me, me. You? You talking to me? 
I'm talking to you. That's what that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Christmas, are you talking to me? Christmas style. Christmas style. Oh baby. Christmas style. Oh baby. Cliff, here's my first are you talking to me Christmas style. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. Growing on my ass, that was from a very assy Christmas. No. No. Cliff, that was home alone. Oh. That was Buzz. Right. Uh, Kendall, right, right, right. just color me les incompetents. Kendall, mm-hmm. some, the French men, call you. some men are Baptists, others Catholics. My father was an Oldsmobile man. My father was an Oldsmobile man. Cliff, was that from A Christmas Story? Oh, yes it was. Twas. Twas indeed. Twas indeed. I'm so glad. No, you are a hallucination brought on by alcohol. Russian vodka poisoned by Chernobyl. Oh, that was from that HBO miniseries Chernobyl. No, Cliff. No? It was close. It was from Scrooged. Oh, well, you Scrooged me on that one, Kendall. I got you, Scrooged you. I hope your parents got you a tombstone for Christmas. A tombstone for Christmas. Um, tombstone. Cliff, was that a um, a very tombstone Christmas? No, Kendall. Oh, you're fit lost. You're lost like Kevin McAllister in New York, Home Alone 2. Oh, how you tricked me. I gave you a Home Alone 1. Oh. All right, I got, well, let's see. Smell those Christmas trees. You can keep your Chanel number 5. Just give me a whiff of those old lonesome pines. That symbol of brotherly love, that centerpiece of all mankind, gathers around to share the cranberry sauce shaped like a can. Kendall, as a friend, I'm going to give you a note on your performance. You blew a joke. He says, you can keep your channel number five when he's in Ernest <laughs> Saves Christmas. Well, I just wanted to see how much you knew the real quote. You know, Turns out. Good job. Very well. You got the bonus. You got the bonus. <laughs> Especially since the next one over here on my list was, smell those Christmas trees. You can keep your channel number five. <laughs> but I'll move on to the next one, Kendall, which is one man's toxic waste is another man's potpourri. Well, Cliff, I'm going to give you some notes on your performance. One man's toxic trash is another potpourri. It's from the Grinch. All right, I'll give you some notes and say you got a lot of those words <laughs> wrong, but I know your inflection you. was there. I was it being was the, the Grinch. Grinch. All right, finally, Cliff, I've got one more for you. Six bucks in my left nut says we're not going to be landing in Chicago. Oh, God, that was the testicles Christmas. No, Cliff, that was planes, trains, testicles, and automobiles. Oh, one of the great... Didn't Wasn't he coming home on Thanksgiving? Anyway, Kendall, whoever invented... Anyway, anyway that's, that's, a, that's a classic M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. Kendall, whoever invented Christmas trees should be dragged out into the street and shot. Cliff. Wasn't that Christmas vacation? Twas not. It was a Garfield. Garfield's Christmas. Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking um, we're not going all the way out there to get one of those uh, ties with the Santa Clauses on it, are we? 
the and those quotes are so close to identical. It's well, no they were going wonder. to the Christmas tree. Like, I don't know what I was. Both thinking. about Christmas and it is hard to dis- differentiate. All right, Kendall. Wait, haven't I told you not to try to make sense of what I'm talking about? Oh, Kendall, this whole show—it's basically an abstract kind of a show. This podcast. We're the Picasso just, of podcast. It's sort of a Picasso. You're like, why is the nose there? Really, I don't get it, but it's art. Because the nose so can't be anywhere else, Cliff, because that's else. where you, it's supposed well, to be. That's what we learned in art school. You chisel away the, the marble until the sculpture's there. You just chisel away anything that's not the sculpture. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. Kendall, we're and just, if you break off extra piece, it makes it more valuable. Mid-chisel. It's, anyway, Kendall, we're the Venus de Milo of shows, and we're up to number two. Oh, I forgot all about the songs. I was so excited about... All the other things that were going on. All right, Cliff. <laughs> this one is, uh, and this is not one that I hear a lot, but I love it, and I think it's great, and I think it deserves more clout. From Coney Island to the Sunset Strip, somebody's gonna make a happy trip tonight. While the moon is bright, he's gonna have a bag of crazy toys to give the gone. Have a you, that's cool. It is very fun, upbeat. I don't know all the words, but I love that song. It's just so upbeat. It is upbeat. I love how upbeat it is and how jazzy <laughs> and tuneful. I, I want all my songs on my singles or on my on my singles to be upbeat and happy and just happy go lucky and jazzy. Won't you light my Christmas tree? I'm gonna fly from a higher place and fill the stockings by the fireplace. So you, have a you that's cool. Have a you that's cool, y'all. Oh, well, there's one glaring song error I can't believe you didn't mention, but we'll save that for next Christmas. Kendall, oh, number no, one. No, no, you have to tell me. Number one. This is a song you do hear this a lot, but I don't. You don't hear covers. I don't know if I'm sure there are some out there, but I don't. I don't got none. Don't got none for that one, Kendall. Don't got none for that one. This is another song I love, like the Muppets' John Denver Christmas Wish, because it's just such a beautiful Christmas wish. The wish that someday at Christmas men won't be boys. Playing with moms like kids play with toys. One warm December, our hearts yeah. will Someday see at Christmas, Kendall, a world where men are free. free. Maybe not in time for you and me, but someday at not Christmas for us, time. Oh. It's too late for us. Well, but Kendall, do you love that song? I, I just, I every year it. I love it more. I, it's, see, but... Here's the thing. I, I love all those sad songs, but it makes me so sad. Like, I like to just be like, jazz and fun, singing songs. Like, to, to take my mind off the sadness. Let me bring it back. Let me do... Oh, yeah. Let me do this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to quote you to you. All right? But if you've got an <laughs> I hate album, when you do that. You've got an album or a playlist. you got to start it off. And you gotta take them on a ride. It's like when Madonna does a tour. She's. It would be the easiest thing in the world to come out and sing 12 hits. 
no. She's not going to do it, and I'm not going to do it, because we're going to take you on an emotional journey. And Christmas is about... Making the world as good as it actually could be and pretending that it is that good for just a few minutes. I'll get you next year, Kendall. This is obviously gonna. We're gonna have to do this again because this is a you could a never-ending. You could count down the songs that should be the new White Christmas. That should be the new All I Want for Christmas this year. The ones that should be everywhere, like Someday at Christmas Time, Kendall. And Someday at Christmas Time, we'll listen to this show and we'll think that was a long time ago because it would be in the future then, Kendall. The future. Long time ago. In the future. A long time ago in Bethlehem. So the Holy Bible say. All right, Kendall. Merry Christmas to all and happy holidays and good night. Anything else, Kendall, you want to say about your channel number five? Uh, God bless us, everyone. God bless us, everyone, said Tiny Tim, the last of all. Good night. Good night. The dinger. Here it is. Okay.